Hey flower lovers, Alexa here with the Flowers on Fire podcast, where I talk about life as a florist and other passionate things. Hey flower lover, before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already heard, I am hosting a funeral wreath demo on Tuesday, January 16th. In this demonstration, I will be sharing all of my tips and tricks to creating a lush, artistic funeral wreath design. I will have someone video recording the demo, so you'll get to have that after the class and keep it forever. You'll also get a breakdown of the recipe I used to create the wreath with, and I'll be hosting a Q&A at the end to answer all of your questions. It's a great night for networking and meeting other flower friends at a beautiful venue right here in Sandy, Utah. Tickets are on pre-sale right now for $175, but that price will go up on December 9th to $225, so make sure to buy yours in that window to save $50. Speaking of savings, for those... Um, here on the podcast listening. You can also save an additional 20% off by using the coupon code flowers on fire. That's all lowercase, all one word flowers on fire. Uh, you can find your ticket by going on my website, www.lillianiris.co. Uh, look for the class under the education tab. I'm hosting this at 20 and Creek in Sandy. It's a gorgeous venue. Uh, doors will open at 6 p.m. and the demo will start at 6.30. I'm so excited to connect with my fellow flower lovers at this event and cannot wait to share all of my tips and tricks to creating my lush, bloom-filled funeral wreath design with you. Hey, flower lover, and welcome to another episode of the Flowers on Fire podcast. It's so good to connect with you on this platform, and I am really excited about today's topic. I plan to share a story that um, isn't my best, like it doesn't put me in the best light, if you will, but it'll just strengthen our relationship, I hope, yours and mine, of... Um, just kind of understanding that not every event you do is going to be your best and not every event is going to turn out the way that you want it to. Um, as you know, we're always pivoting and shifting and adapting in this industry. It doesn't matter what type of vendor you are. If you're a photographer, a wedding planner, a caterer, a florist, um, the event event day is event day. You never know how it's going to go. You can prepare as best you can, but, um, anywho, I will just dive right in. So I had a wedding this summer that was my worst wedding of my career. I've been in this business for almost eight years. I will reach my eight year mark next spring. And I, I can't believe how fast time goes for one, but I just, um, I, I didn't do what the bride wanted. Essentially I did to an extent, but I also put my own creative spin on her designs. Um, and let's just say that she was not happy. We made it right on wedding day. In the end, she was happy. At the beginning, when she first saw her flowers, she was not a happy girl. By the end of the day, and after some tears from me, I um, everyone was happy. You know, planner was happy. 
Um, Bride was happy. Bride's mom was happy. I think Bride's mom was happy the whole time. Um, So what had happened is I met this client through a planner and got her inspo pics and things. And I create a visual proposal for, for my clients. And, and in that there's also flower varieties that get depicted because if I just sent a client a list of flower names, they would have no idea and would be spending the time researching. So there's photos of the flower varieties that are in season that I plan to use. And, um, this client included some tones in the yellow family in her visual proposal, you know, um, in her inspo pics that she sent me. So this was a pompous loving bride. If you don't know what pompous is, it's, it's a grass and it's like a goldy brown tone. I also was going to bring some other like goldy brown toned flowers into the mix along with white. She was a big lover of eucalyptus and white, but loved the pompous. So just to blend all of the colors together, white can be really hard to blend in because it is so stark. It just is so bright um, to kind of dull it down, adding some creams in there. Um, color theory is so important when talking about design, especially floral design, and just getting those those colors to melt together is super, super important. So this was depicted in her visual proposal. And, um, I took a risk. I, I will admit I took a risk. I had the pleasure of purchasing the week of her wedding, these gorgeous peonies that had a yellow center. And once the peonies opened up fully, you could see the yellow center and, it was yellow. Like, I'm not going to lie. It was sunshine yellow. Um, I thought it blended beautifully. They weren't, they were like an accent, right? This is kind of more a premium flower anyway. Um, so there was just like one or two here or there. They were really mostly in the centerpieces that would be on her tables. I thought it blended really beautiful. I thought I was gifting her like this premium, beautiful, gorgeous, locally grown peony moment for her day, you know. Um, But the lesson here was I went outside the realm. I went outside the gold realm. It still blended beautifully, but it was outside the realm. So as a designer, that was my bad for, you know, taking a chance, taking a risk with a client who never invited it. Every client is going to be different that you come across. Every client is going to have a different level of allowance with you, allowance of creativity, of going outside the box. I work best when a, when a client gives me an allowance um, and their blessing of like, go for it, Alexa, do whatever the fuck you want. That's when I shine. That's when I can really bring amazing things to the table. I can think outside the box. I can, you know, pick up those flowers the week of at my local market that are phenomenal, that are going to you really like bring your wedding to the next level and have it be totally unique where, um, some clients want their vendors in a box, which I, I saw the signs early on. I did. And I chose not to honor this client, which is shame on me. I went above and I I went out of the realm and, 
you know, I'm not really the biggest fan of eucalyptus and white and pompous anyway. That's not something that lights my soul up on fire. I love designing with color. I love doing odd color palettes together and kind of, you know, um, exploring different tones in the color wheel and the color spectrum. And this client probably shouldn't have been mine. I'll admit it. This client probably shouldn't have been mine. But instead of saying no, I said yes. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I've been coached on this a few times by two different people. And it is so important with the law of attraction to say no. Because if the law of attraction, if you're like a magnet and you want to attract what you want to be attracting, for me, it's color. It's playing with color theory. It's the tones, the textures, you know, the hues. I I really love being able to, to tie colors in so beautifully together. This client's um, floral inspo, it didn't light my soul on fire. I should have said no to her. I really should have. I think that there was probably a florist out there that would have been a better fit for her. And they would have really been excited about the whole theme and the direction. I just wanted to bring more into the palette. And I should have said no. And I had a feeling. I had a feeling. But scarcity crept in, you know. It's very interesting with us being um, wedding vendors in Utah because we have such a strong season in the summertime. And then in the off season, we don't have that cash flow as much, a lot of us. So it can kind of feel like feast or famine. And you kind of like, oh my gosh, but what if nobody books this day? I need to just book this. Instead of trusting, instead of having full trust in the universe, in attracting your goals, in that mindset, in that flow, um, I wasn't in that space when I booked this client. And um, so what happened is I was feeling really good on wedding day. I'm like, oh my gosh, I went above and beyond and I, I have these gorgeous designs. I bring them all up uh, to the venue and the bride walks in and... I wasn't even in the space yet, but all my designers were just, I could tell when I walked into the room, something was going on. I went over there and she pretty much told me she, she hated everything, hated the yellow. So, um, we made her happy. I had extra flowers on hand. If you are a florist listening to this, always have extra flowers on hand, no matter if you have an installer or not, you just never know. Um, so just have a bucket full of things because you just never know what's going to happen on site. Um, someone could drop a centerpiece on the ground, shatter the vase, bring an extra vase. You just want to be super, super prepared. Um, so we took all of these gorgeous peonies out. The petals were white. The middles were yellow. And we ended up snipping the centers of a lot of the peonies and using them in her install. So we stole a lot of white flowers from her installation. Um, since guests were going to be farther away from those flowers, you wouldn't really be able to tell that the centers were clipped. You would just see white flowers. And we made it work. I have the best team on the planet. We hustled and made it work. Um, I was frazzled in the meantime. I was so emotional about it because I never want to have anyone upset with their wedding flowers. I put my heart and soul into what I do. And it just it kind of spun me for a loop. I was feeling so confident that these designs were incredible. And, um, the only client I really 
want to impress on wedding day. Yes, I want to impress myself, but I want to make sure the client is getting exactly what they want. Um, so we did our best. We made it look amazing. She was happy. The bride's mom pulled me aside and kind of talked to me, um, you know, and uh, just, you know, sorry, Alexa, we just want to make sure she's happy kind of a vibe. And I'm like, oh my gosh, for sure. Let, let us make her happy. And we did, we pulled it off. Uh, but the lesson here, you know, my intuition told me not to take it. I took it anyway. And then I, I took it even further with being too creative here. Um, and so learn from my mistake, learn from this lesson that in order to attract what you want in order to be doing the designs that you want to be, be doing, uh, you want to be able to repel as much as you're attracting, right? Because if you're attracting those beautiful clients that you want, you also have to repel what you don't want. Back to the magnet example. Um, so I should have repelled. And maybe I would have booked someone more aligned on her date. You know, maybe another inquiry would have come along because the universe always knows what you want. Whatever you put your intention on is what you're going to get back. And so, yeah, learn from my mistake here. <laughs> uh, learn the art of saying no. Learn to repel what isn't aligning for your goals and where you see yourself. Um, with that, that was a big lesson for me to learn. I have honestly seen so many colorful clients come my way. And not to say I don't love a white wedding. I really honestly do. Um, but the color just inspires me a little bit further. And I think white is a fun challenge and white can be so beautiful, just an all white. I am here for an all white wedding. I think it's so beautiful. Um, but I have landed, I think four weddings for next year that are a broad color spectrum, which I love the invitation with a broad color spectrum because every flower is going to have multiple tones on it and different shades and different hues and being able to match like the side petal of this flower with the center of this flower or the browning color tone in the leaves on this you know, particular stem of greenery can match with the particular color on this tulip lip. You know, it just blending it all together is such a fascinating thing to me. And I love doing it and I love seeing the results of that. Um, so learning from this lesson, I feel like I'm now being rewarded by saying no to clients that don't align with me. Then I get to have more creative freedom. I get to have just like a better experience and in turn, they'll have a better experience. You know, I still think of this bride and if she had booked somebody else and there wasn't the yellow peony center in any of the designs, if they would have, if she would have just had a better wedding day, probably like she probably would have. Um, and since the trust was broken with her centerpieces, she then was looking for any bit of yellow possible um, I had to recreate her bouquet, like, I'm not kidding, like three or four times. And that just pulled me away from the day of like being with my flower team and like working on different designs and installs on site. So yeah, learn from me, you guys. <laughs>
thank you for letting me be vulnerable. Thank you for letting me share my mistakes. I am not perfect over here at all. I am learning and growing and just sharing these experiences with you so you can learn and grow too. Um, but I think that wraps it up for today. I hope you guys have a beautiful week and I will see you next Friday. Bye.